are then. Oh, I really hope everything is working and that everyone in the side chat can hear me. What an incredibly stressful 30 minutes that was. Um, can you hear me? Please say yes. Somebody give me a wave, give me a clue. Because tonight I am joined by none other than Mr. Fleurspective, aka Ranty. Good evening, pal. How are you? Good evening, Creaky. Glad to be here, mate. How are you doing? I'm glad to be here. I'm, I'm all right, mate. And I'm glad to have made it this far as well. And I'm really just hoping, yes, they can hear us. Could you also hear? He's there, yeah. isn't he? Could you also hear yes, this young man? Because it's going to be a really difficult interview if, uh, it, well, I say interview, it's more of a chat. But uh, if you can't hear Randy, it's going to make it, yeah, they can hear us both. Uh, there we are, yeah, perfect. I, I thought that may happen, right? I, that's what I was afraid of. That's what I was afraid of. So, good evening, sir. Good evening, good evening. Do you know when this came about that we were going to do this together? I, it suddenly yeah. dawned on me that you were probably one of the only flat earthers I never made a video about. Right, I had no idea about yeah, that. I, Why I, was that? Why was that? Do you know, I, I don't know. I really don't know why why I avoided you for a reason or why I never saw you say anything that made me think, oh, I want to make a video about this guy. I just sort of, obviously, I, I found out who you were because of cats. And if cats hadn't sort of, you know, used to put the ship disappear, you know, the clip. That's how I found out who Ranty Flat Earth was. And obviously now, luckily for us, you're no longer Ranty Flat Earth. You're just Ranty. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was kind of wrapped up in the Flat Earth for a, for a long time, really. Um, I had my own debate platform too, you know, so yeah. you know, I was pretty used to doing all this kind of streaming stuff and talking to people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I had a, a fair few subscribers, gotta say. But in the end, it was—it all came down to evidence for me, and then something yeah. changed my mind, and here yeah. I am. Yeah, obviously, yeah. it doesn't take a genius to work out roughly how many subscribers you're approaching at the minute. There's something giving it away, <laughs> I've got and I can't—I can't, can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> Is this channel bigger than the Randy Flat Earth channel ever was? Because again, I—I've yeah. got no idea. I think um, the most I ever had when I was on Ranty Flat Earth was 5,300. Right. And then this is currently just coming up to 8,300. So it's about 3,000 more. In fact, that's the amount that I've gone up from appearing on Simon Dan's a week ago. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan, Dan's a legend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's helped, so, he's helped me. It was by being a guest uh, creator on Tim Foil Tuesday. I passed 10K. Um it's it's just the 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 influence of the community that we all find ourselves part of from um, from both sides um but obviously now you've come to the more friendly side so i want to backtrack a little bit because i've i've always wanted the opportunity to, to have a chat with somebody that believes the earth is i know you no longer do right but what was there if if somebody was sat next to you now you know holding their hands out ready to strangle you if they didn't like your answer was there sort of a an event or one thing in particular that 
made you say, the earth is flat? Could you pinpoint that? Um, well, the whole journey started for me long before um, becoming a flat earther. So I think my investigation into trying to understand how I ended up as a flat earther, because that's pretty much what I'm doing on this new channel, um, is is finding out that it was other conspiracies that led me to a point where I was ready to accept anything so stupid. So um, you kind of get brainwashed in the, in, the, in the debunking community, not the debunking community, sorry, the conspiracy community. Yeah. And it's a gradual process. You, you, you believe one thing or you look into one thing and then you look into something else and they vaguely link it to that. And then before you know it, and you've watched 10 different conspiracy videos about 10 different things, and they've all got this slight element of truth, but the, the vast majority of it's wrong. Uh, but that small element of truth is what they play on. And then they link it vaguely with one another and they make up this big conspiracy. And people like myself were susceptible to, to that for various reasons. You know, there might be some mental health problems or there could be uh, something going on in the lives or they could be very depressed at that moment in time and they're looking for something else or answers and this offers this affords some kind of answer and for somebody like myself that was never really into science and i think that's the biggest part for a lot of flat earthers in fact most flat earthers really is that they don't have a scientific background and i never did i was clever in other things you know i mean i'm sure there's plenty of scientists out there that can't hang a shelf or they can't hang some wallpaper or climb a, a ladder and go on the roofs and repair the roofs and things like that. But they're very clever at being a scientist. So my skills were different to, to theirs. And I had no idea about science. I didn't do it very well at school. So I was very ready then to just simply fall into the trap of flat earth. And I watched a video or a couple of videos and something interests me which was the idea that you could see too far especially over water i got the idea immediately that you know that's the distances involved maths and stuff i was good at maths easy to work out you know there's the curvature of the earth that's how much should be missing so i went and bought myself a p900 went straight down to the beach looked over water <laughs> probably the worst thing i could have done because um, of all the refraction that goes on there and was able to see um, a distant land called Bowering Furnace that I shouldn't have been able to be to see geometrically on on uh, on a globe. And at that time, there was no answer for why you were able to see it. You know, refraction, the refraction calculator wasn't out there. So when I did my research and I looked for an answer, why is the globe saying that you can't, you, you know, that you can see this far, but there's no answer for this from the globe at that moment in time. Uh, that came later, that came later in 2018 with MidQuest. So when I was looking into it, I was seeing these these distant buildings that I shouldn't be able to see. And the only answer I was getting from the globe earthers was um, your observer height wasn't the observer height that you say it was, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I knew where I'd taken the images from. I knew what my camera height was. I knew the distances involved. You know, I'm not stupid in that respect. So I definitely knew that I was seeing far further than I should. But there was no definitive answer for me for the globe at that time. And like I say, I was just ready at that moment in time to fall into that kind of conspiracy. And I just, that was, that was all I needed. I just saw what I needed to see, saw too far and thought, hey, this is true. This is real. And because I had no scientific background, you know, I had no, no way of helping myself out of that trap at that moment. Yeah, I know what you, so it's kind of, 
because the way I look at it, I've and I've said this on on live streams before. Um, I I'm like you. I'm not a, a scientifically minded person. I have, you know, everything I want to put out there, I have to really read up on or ask. You know, I, I'll ask Kat or I'll ask Simon Dan. You know, somebody who I know has a better knowledge of that thing th- than I do, or at the very least, they can point me to a you know a, a reputable source for finding out what I want to find out. And I've said that you know. The, 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 if sort of being a being a, a guy in today's you know times is traveling along a straight road you come to a fork one way is flat earth one way is globe earth it must be very easy um you know to to veer off in the wrong direction rather than say well i'll i'll, I'll look into it a little bit more and i'll try and find other information that that confirms what this information is telling me because i've always sort of seen it as you know up oh, that see look i found this piece of information because i googled it it says what i was thinking i'm not going to bother looking any further than that well yeah and possibly today it'd be a lot more difficult to fall down the rabbit hole for flat earth anyway and that's because when when you go back to 2015, 2016, when Flat Earth started uh, gaining a little bit of traction and then it blew up in like 2016, 2017, um, at that time, nobody really needed to debunk the idea that the Earth was a globe because mm. it was just known that it was a globe. So the debunkers back then um, knew that the Earth was a globe, but they didn't have readily to hand like to do now, like MC Toon, FTFB, um, Mr. Sensible, I'm sure they've got folders upon folders that they can just go to and, and pick out the correct information for the correct question. But back then, you know, the debunkers in the community were, they just knew it was a globe and they didn't really need to, a lot of their debunking came from just laughing at flat earthers rather than producing the evidence to, to back up the claims. Because it wasn't like the globe had been put on trial in this sort of like arena online. It would never been on trial in this sort of arena before. So it took a few years for the for the debunking community to get their act together and get all the, the regs in one basket ready to, to, to fight the flat earthers on, on their terms and say, no, this is the proof that you were looking for. This is the answer. But of course, those opening years, let's say it took two or three years for them to get all the regs in the basket in that time it cemented the idea of the flat earthers that the globers had nothing. You know, they had no idea what they were talking about. And to be honest, they didn't have the ready, the ready to hand answers that they do now. Because I, so, I, I so now so, it will be a lot easier. Sorry, me, go on. No, no, go on. I'm just going to say that back then it was just easier to fall into flat earth because there was no debunkers ready to say, you've got a question, right? There's the answer. Uh, whereas nowadays, I think if I'd have gone down to the beach with a camera, sin too far come to the debunking community and said hey i can see this building this was my observer height blah 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 um, mick west would have well somebody would have pointed me to mick west and the andrew thomas young research and said this is the reason you're seeing too far it's because of refraction and clearly your location has the perfect conditions for greater than standard refraction i'd be like okay that that's an answer not what i had back then yeah and the and the thing is i think and again you would be the one to correct me on this but the way uh, flat earth has gone now it seems to be very sort of mob-handed and very you know there's 
the, the flat earth gang over here and then the debunking gang over here and regardless of what one says to the other they're never going to sort of listen to each other or agree to disagree be, because you know I think you know it's interesting what you said earlier on about you know people um, essentially what you were saying is they're looking for a community of, of like-minded people and you know the likes of Nathan Oakley you know give them that don't they and then he becomes sort of i don't know is is he like one of considered to be one of the the higher ranked or higher tier members of the flat earth community in the uk uh, in the uk probably um worldwide um i think as a whole right here's the thing there's there's a difference between how many subscribers you have and the actual influence that you have um so for instance, Bob Nodell has more subscribers than than Nathan Oakley, but you don't hear anybody repeating Bob's arguments. You know, Bob doesn't really have any arguments. He tries to science things out as best he can, but he always defaults back to the flat earth whenever he can. Whereas Nathan Oakley is very, I would say, more more akin to like a brainwashing kind of agenda that he has. Yeah. So his his platform involves every start of the start of every show going through these housekeeping questions, which literally takes about half an hour of the show. So half an hour out of an hour show every day, it's the same questions, the same repeated arguments. Nathan will then go on this diatribe about how this particular question cannot be answered by the globe when it's when basically it can, and he's just butchering it. And he's not being truthful with his audience, but this brainwashing thing that he does every single day, it only takes somebody to step into that arena, listen to a week's worth of his shows, and suddenly they think that they've got all the answers because they've listened to Nathan brainwashing them all this time, telling them that he has these proofs. And then what happens is those same people, and I know it's them because they take their arguments, his arguments, to people like Back to Flat Earth to go and debate him. Yeah. You never hear them bring in arguments from Bob Nodell or Jeronism or no. deep inside the rabbit hole. They don't bring their proofs. They bring Nathan Oakley's proofs. So in regards to who has the bigger influence for brainwashing, it's definitely Nathan Oakley. That's why my channel, I go after him whenever I can. You know, my, yeah. I think yeah. half of my videos are probably about him. Yeah. And that's for that particular reason. So do you do you think, Grantie, that um, he? So you said he always opens because I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I've never really watched Nathan at all, apart from if somebody would send me a, a timestamp and say, "Oh, you should see what Oakley said here." I would watch that. But do you think he 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 does exactly the same topic consistently? Yeah. Because then it's very easy through repetition parrot fashion if you like to start to sound like an expert and to start sounding like he knows what he's talking about to somebody who is either maybe too lazy or can't be bothered to go and look for themselves so they just take what he says as as read or that they're maybe I, I don't like calling people stupid because I don't think anyone's genuinely stupid but who maybe lack the 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 mental sort of ability to think I've, I've got to check this for myself somewhere you know reliable do you think that's why he acts in the way he does well, a lot of people that fall into flat earth aren't scientists and they have never really studied science so it's super easy for, for nathan to use this tactic to to um to have them believe what he wants them to believe 
and he will start his show um you know he'll do his introduction it's about a 90 second introduction where he's listing all the places that you can go and give him money and then when he's done that he'll say right hello everybody right any signs of curvature so then he passes it over to the to the panel and the panel will go no nathan there's no signs of any curvature and then he goes yes there is no sign of any curvature because we just see too far and blah blah blah, blah and the black swan proves all this blah 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 blah, blah. and then after about three or four minutes he then goes um any any chance you can have gas pressure without a container and everyone goes no nathan there is no it's, it's literally like that yeah. no nathan no and he goes of course you can't have gas pressure without a container because entropy the second law of thermodynamics would make all the gas disappear and it would just explode into the into the vacuum of space so you can't have gas pressure next to a container and it's like but dude it's not gas pressure it's atmospheric pressure there's a difference yeah yeah but he doesn't tell them that no so basically then you've got nathan oakley and tens of thousands of yes men or men who are too afraid to say no because of how hyper aggressive he appears to be in his live show which for some reason people watch every day yeah and that, that's why we fell out ultimately it was um it was because he was being so dishonest about stuff and giving huge favoritism to bogus proofs from the flat earth and i called him out on it on a live stream um in front of everybody obviously uh, but i was targeting quantum eraser because he he had um been making some assertions about some evidences that he had um and he and i asked him give me the proof of that show me what it is and he told me to in no uncertain terms uh f and then off so yeah. i was just like I can right, imagine. Okay. so i went right so we're gonna have this out right now so we had it out there and then and nathan started white knighting for him and said you know don't jump all over him and i said well you can't ask you can't be asking the Globers for proof if you're not prepared to provide your proof as well. So ultimately, I just, right, I said, I'm off. That's yeah. it, done. I said, I'm, this place is done. I'm history. I'm going to set my own place up. Um, and I set my own platform up, and my platform out surpassed his. I mean, I was getting 300 live viewers on mine. Yeah. So how many, how many on average does he get? Because I can see the side chart is saying I was being a bit generous saying that he gets tens of thousands of views um he's lucky if he gets ten tens of hundreds or te tens of thousands he's lucky to get 80 live viewers and a thousand actual views yeah and the actual views aren't real actual views it's people that hang around for just five minutes of his show or click onto it to actually respond to a comment so all of those thousand views there's probably only about three or four hundred views proper views where people have actually sat down to watch yeah. the show the rest of the people just popping in and hopping up yeah and his live viewers has dropped he he at one time was getting about 300 live viewers way back when you know the the show was really popular about three years ago and now he's lucky to get between 80 and 120 i would say really so, so do you, yeah so how is he making money then by by just extracting it from the gullible because he can't be making it from ad revenue, Randy. It's in, he, he just can't. No, the the ad revenue. I mean, it's shocking. I mean, I've known that. I've seen that myself recently when I've been checking my own. Yeah. Um, I think my last three videos, uh, I had ten thousand views or something. I think I've made about six pound for, yeah. for three full days worth of work. So yeah. I have no idea how he makes it. But what he does is he he chops his little videos up 
in well he chopped one live stream up into about three or four different bite-sized portions and then right. re-uploads them again at different times throughout the day and so he he makes one hour show last over five different streams and he always um does the uh, premiere as well so that people can give the opportunity to super chat him or give him paypal donations he also sells octopus energy if you want to change your, your gas and electric to octopus you get 50 pound uh, back but well, he's he one of those <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, and he's got his pay patreon as well so yeah so you know of because obviously you've you've I, and i don't want to bang on only about nathan oakley obviously but uh, he is quite a prominent figure in the uk flat earth community isn't he so is he you know the way he is on stream is is kind of that what he's like when it, you're, you're just having a chat with him it, you know is he that sort of because he strikes me as very no. authoritarian and very you know, it's my way or no way at all, and I'm always right, you were always wrong. He doesn't seem capable of bending at all. Yeah, that's just an act. Um, see, obviously, I spent a lot of time talking to him behind the scenes when I was a prominent member of his of his team. In fact, I helped build, build his show up, unfortunately. Um, and what happened was we would spend hours and hours and hours after the show talking, and uh you know going through some of the observations that i've done and stuff like this because how his show got popular was because at that time when you when i could go down to the beach and see those those great distances uh before it became apparent that it was uh, refraction that was the cause of that um you know that was when the show really started gaining some traction because there were like i say at that time there was no real um comeback from the globe so a lot of people were interested in these observations and stuff so we would talk about this quite a lot after the show. And I remember at times that um, Sleepy Warrior would join or Arwin and things like that. And we'd just sit around talking and Nathan would be getting stoned out of his face. And um, <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a stoner, um, as you can probably tell. But, um, uh, but yeah, so he he would just, just chill out and he would listen to us and he would ask us questions. And then Sleepy Warrior would pop up with some kind of proof and then Nathan would spin it around. I would listen to these two talking and they would spin it around and, uh, and try to make it into some kind of flat earth proof. For instance, I remember the point, the time that he found the, I think it was um, to do with gravity, um, something to do with gravity, hang on. Um, it's not a force, gravity is not a force or something like that. I, I remember that sort of time and it was like one citation somewhere not no hang on but well, no it wasn't that it was um oh what was it i can't remember now i'll think of it before the end yeah. of the show but basically basically sleeping warrior found this one citation where it said something and nathan was like oh, i don't need that and then they they ran with it and it's part of their it's part of their rhetoric now this yeah. one citation that that uh, oh supersedes that was it um einstein superseded newton right so they had one, one citation of somebody saying that, and they've ran with that ever since and said that now Newton's been debunked. Yeah, but and surely that debunked. that's cherry picking, isn't it? Because they hear a they hear one guy say one thing that they think backs up what they believe, and now suddenly, like you say, everything else that's been said by everyone else is suddenly not valid. Yeah, and again from from the flag. <laughs> And I'm going to harp on because I was a flat, I was a flat earther, so I understand their mentality. So from from the mentality of the flat earther, they will say that the elites leave little breadcrumbs around 
for for people to find you know there's there's little trails of truth sprinkled here and there and when you find something like this it's all some deep plan from the um from the elite to sort of like troll people because they they are putting this information out but they're burying it away somewhere so when somebody finds something like that to the flat earther it's like finding a treasure chest it's like they they hid this information now we have it and um and to them it makes sense because it's part of the conspiracy mindset it's part yeah. of their their belief system which is that there are truths out there you've just got to find them so when you find something like that even if it's just one citation that's all they need yeah to make a whole story up about how newton's been debunked now yeah yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah, I know it's nice. But listen, I'm I'm sure there's gonna be lots of people who will have lots of questions for you, and hopefully they won't all be the same, you know, type of question. But like I say, you you've answered my main question was what what happened to you, in in the simplest of terms, you know, and I think you've more than explained that. You know, it was uh, that you know, just seeing seeing too far. You said wasn't it, and it kind of okay. snowballed from there. So, same question, jumping back over the fence. Was there, if you, if was there sort of a, the earth isn't flat after all, was there a particular moment or was it a series of events that led up to, you know, coming think, back back to our team? I think there was a series of events that, that led me into a, a situation where I was able to, to come back to the globe, but there was a single piece of evidence that popped up that absolutely 100% swayed it for me without any shadow of a doubt. I mean, I'd had some doubts in the community about some of the way the um, like people from um, FE Core, for instance, I was part of um, FE Core for a time, and they did some tests. They built um, a, a gyroscope, um, a mechanical gyroscope, and it proved rotation and they buried that information and then they didn't want the person that built it to put the information out and he threatened to sue him if oh, he did they? to release that information yeah so did so, that information come up because obviously you're talking about the 15 degrees per hour drift clip that we all use now Is... uh, no 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 that was oh, no, um, that's not what that you mean gyroscope. no no all oh, right mechanical gyroscope so in fe sorry they, right they they took donations to do tests and one of the guys that was part of the of the team uh, spent a lot of money of his own money building this incredibly impressive um, mechanical gyroscope that could basically spin for about three and a half minutes or so without it, without any kind of interference because he made it so precise. And then after about three and a half minutes, it slowed down enough so that then you know there would be a discrepancy. But for three and a half minutes or so, you had a perfect you know um precision instrument that could detect what was happening if there was any kind of uh, drift or anything you know yeah or precession any kind of precession and what he did is he he ran it in it going forward and then he ran it in reverse as well in case there was some kind of uh, error with the actual um, machine that he'd built and it showed the same drift i think it was about 12 and a half degrees now for his latitude that was absolutely perfect you know so that was absolutely within like within 0.2 of a degree of what it should have been and it went the same direction every time so reverse or forward whatever so it was absolutely concrete and this was this was inside a basement 
So it wasn't like the, you could say that the, star, the stars were rotating then, or the dome was rotating, because it was in the basement. So it was the walls that were moving. Right? So the actual, so it was obvious what was happening. And they buried that information and threatened to sue him. So there was really? that that went on. And there was a few other things. Yeah, there was a few other things that went on. Um, Bob's, um, I'm not going to get into it too much. I've spoken about it on my channel before. But uh, there was definitely, they were definitely lying about stuff. And I started to have my doubts then because I believe these guys were going to be putting the truth out. You know, I was doing my legwork with the observations and stuff. It was up to them and to, to find the other proofs. They yeah. were letting the side down and they were hiding information. I didn't like that. So so what, what happened, cut a long story short, I was basically burnt out. I was running my show from 10 o'clock at night till 2 o'clock in the morning. I was working full time. I was caring for my mum 30 hours a week as well. She had motor neuron disease. Sadly, she passed away last December. But basically everything came to a head sort of like, um, I don't know, a year and a half ago, something like that. I got burnt out completely. And I was still a flat earther then, but I gave my channel away to somebody else and said, I've had enough. Take take my channel, 5,300 subscribers. You run the show. You keep all the money. I'm not bothered. I'm going. Yeah. I've had enough. I just needed to, to um, de decompress. Uh, Conspiracy Cats offered me a, a, a show with him to do um, the Almost Unbelievable Paranormal podcast, which we did. And we made a promise never to talk about flat earth. And I think that interaction with somebody that wasn't a flat earther and we never talked about flat earth and he was just a nice guy um kind of like just chilled me out and you know i kind of moved away so much from the flat earth at that time for a period of about six months that when this image popped up i actually just thought to myself what a beautiful image i need to do some analysis on this and it turned out that my location that i've been filming on all this time actually had dropped and this was definitive so it backed it backed up everything the globus had been saying about why i was seen too far they said you've seen too far because refraction and this image absolutely 100 percent proved it and then it was repeated the same observation was repeated over and over other people went to the same location took the same photography it was conclusive there was no way in a million years that my location was flat and there we go so it was it was quite obvious then yeah. that, um, it explained everything for me so has there ever been an instance that you can recall where you know when you were still involved with nathan oakley and anthony riley and that crowd where where collectively you all were presented with something and you all kind of knew that well yeah this shows that the earth is a globe so let's say this or should we just completely ignore it as if it hasn't been you know, as if it hasn't happened. Have, as were, were there, were there, was there ever a, a deliberate lie formulated because you could? And I don't mean you, Ranty, personally, obviously, but collectively, was there ever a piece of evidence presented to you that you couldn't kind of, you know, yeah. explain around and throughout? So you, the the only option was to make something up. Well, no, I never made anything up, but there were about four observations that completely stumped me. Um, yeah, and, and I wasn't singling you out, mind Randy. I mean that no, community no, no, collectively. Not. I'm not trying to, yeah, yeah. you know, make you no, look no, like a I dev or anything. It's a genuine question. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to answer it from my point of view, which was that there was about four observations that that cropped up. Funnily enough, that had the same type of um, thing that I was looking for with this black girl image, which was there was a point A, a point B, and a point C, and then there was a drop between point B and point C. 
So from that point, you could actually do the analysis. And every observation that I was stumped on was that type of observation. And I have readily said, I don't have an answer for that, but I'll keep looking. You know, I'll keep looking for answers for that. But I think the whole flat earth community don't lie on purpose, genuinely. So people like Sleeping Warrior and Nathan Oakley, and I can't stand what they're doing. I can't stand that they've got people trapped in a in a cycle of despair because that's what it is. When you're a flat earther, you're absolutely totally spent. It, it affects every part of your life, your family, your friends, your sleep patterns, everything, right? So I hate what they're doing, but I can't throw them under the bus and say that they're deliberately lying because I think they're just looking for that one. Every time they, they encounter something that's that seems like an absolute stone cold wind for the globe, they will go out of their way to try and find anything they can to try and explain it away. And it doesn't matter how ludicrous it sounds, because to them, it probably makes sense, right? So I'm not going to say that they're lying purposely. I just feel that they are so hell-bent on finding answers that, that can be a contrarian kind of thing to the, to the original point, um, and they will do anything to find it. So, yeah. you know, so yeah. I'm not going to throw them under that. I would love to no, throw no, them no, under no. the and say that they have, but I can't do it because I don't think they do. Yeah, yeah, but that, but, I think but so, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, obviously your answer there is from your, you know, your perspective, isn't it? From you know that was your experience of it, but um, yeah. I don't know. I've always had this sort of crazy idea in the back of my mind that none of you really truly believe the Earth is flat. You just had your doubts. And became so involved that you just went with it. So let's go back two years when Ranty Flat Earth was was you, because I know that's not you anymore. W was your mind that's sort fun. of in kind of an argument with itself where you would say, but I can see too far, so therefore the Earth is flat. But in your mind, you were saying, come on, Randy, you, you know it's a globe because... Because you're an, um, you know, because you're an an intelligent, articulate guy, you're not stupid. Clearly, you know, was there any inner sort of dialogue going on? No, no. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to say that I could redeem myself and say that that this was the case, but no, it's I was totally, I was totally gone with it. You know, I yeah, I was totally into that. And for me, I I readily admitted that if if you can explain to me. Or if I can have an answer that explains why I see too far in my in my location, I will I'll I'll, I'll come back to the globe no problem no yeah. problem at all because I didn't get involved with the other arguments I listened to the other arguments but I think it'll be very very rare once in a blue moon you'll ever hear me repeating anything to do with gas pressure or uh, uh, anything like that you know I mean I may have mentioned it at some point but it was very infrequent you know I mean I only stayed to what I was comfortable talking about which was observations and anything else i didn't really get involved with i let people do their research on that and for me i just needed my answer my answer was my kryptonite was an observation you know explain to me why i see too far and prove it and i actually tried to prove them uh, refraction in my location i tried to go out and find it and i did lots of different tests to try and see whether or not i could do it and i couldn't do that mm. um but this observation from a different location showed me what I needed to do to to answer that question for me. But no, I was total, total, total 
believed that the Earth was flat. Yeah. But a recent video that I put out that on Simon Dan's actually was that I think looking back, I was more of a globe skeptic, you know, because a true flat earther believes every single conspiracy going. And I didn't believe every conspiracy going. In fact, a couple of years ago, um, there was a big thing going up. Obviously, we've been in lockdown for some time. Um, and because of that initial, uh, the beginning of that, I was talking about that quite a lot, but telling everybody that it was true, true and real and people needed to prepare for it. And my subscribers, which were all flat earthers, were saying, no, it's not true. It's not real. Don't believe it. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, it is. And we had, you know, so I fell out with my audience at that time because um, obviously the true flat earthers in them believed that it was a, a conspiracy. Yeah. And, um, and that, that shows a difference, you see. Um, mm. And people like, Jake the A. I'm not going to say his full name. Yeah. All my all my videos with Jake the A, and then the thing in the title have been what's crippled my um, ad revenue on yeah. my channel because putting he's that a in the title, thoroughly dislikable uh, guy as well, isn't he? Yeah. Well, him, CC. Um, what's he called? Um, that other guy uh, lives in his basement with a boiler behind him. Oh, Daniel Pratt. <laughs> yeah, him and. You know, those sort of guys, they're the true flat earthers, you know, the ones that will bash their head on every conspiracy going. But then you look at the other side of the other people, people like Bob Nodell and Jeronism, and they rarely talk about this other stuff. You know, they're just focused on the flat earth and the very commercial, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll happily go on the TV and they'll happily do documentaries and, and things like that. And the same with Mark Sargent. And that really irks the true flat earthers because they would never do that. They would yeah. never get in bed with, with the mainstream media because yeah. they're seen as the enemy. Yeah. So that's the two different sides inside the flat earth. You've got the, the mainstream ones that are seen as shills and the real true flat earthers that believe everything and are real nasty with it as well. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's just asked a question in, in the side chat. Um, I'm hoping you can see it on the screen. Um, now that you don't have to distrust everyone due to a constant stream of conspiracies, have your own personal stress levels gone down? Do you find yourself being more charitable? I think you kind of just partly answered yeah. that, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I've never slept better in my life. <laughs> you know when somebody says to you, you know when they say, oh, you're, you're asleep or they're woke, right? So if they're woke, that's because they don't sleep. Because they're worried about conspiracies all the time. That's why they're woke. I'm asleep, yeah, because I sleep very well now. I very ha happily go and get my eight, nine hours sleep every night. My bags have gone down under my eyes. I mean, I know I've still got a little few bags there, but honestly, they were like that. Yeah. that. I could carry my shopping home in them when I was a flat earther. So they've gone down too. I've lost weight. You know, I've lost over three stone in the past uh, six months. So everything seems to be turning around. You know, when you're a flat earther, your mind is your mind's a mess. Your body's a mess. Your life's a mess. Everything's a mess yeah. um, because everything's a conspiracy. But when you break free from that, you're just released. And I do feel so much happier. And doing my new channel now, it's just great. I yeah. got a new community. Everyone seems to be pulling for me, which is good. And giving them these insights because my main focus is to bring people out of that conspiracy mindset if I can. Mm. Uh, it's a tough, tough ask to do because yeah. I know what it was like being down that well. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was going to ask you that as a question. Do you feel now that, you know, part, not, do you feel obliged to try and help people do what you did? 
Yeah, and that that is exactly what I'm trying to do. I mean, I do go after the big channels and I explain to them what they are doing to them. And then I talk about mental health. I talk about it and be open. I've been open about it myself and I've talked about things that have happened to me in the past very openly. And um, I've talked about how at some point in my life I was actually suicidal and tried to actually do myself in and things like this. So there has been a lot of times in my life that I have been really down but if i can open myself up and say look this is how i ended up falling into flat earth and it was because of all this cumulative things that led up to that and you know if you're suffering with that same kind of thing and you can see that this is maybe effect you know that's maybe how you got into this too and if i can also point out then also the points with like nathan oakley all the brainwashing tactics that he does and how he does it and why he's doing it which is, you know, and then a flat earther comes across those videos and, and listens to it, there's a chance that they can come back. I'm not going to say it's a big chance. It's probably a very slim chance. But if I educate other people to, you know, like yourself, if, I, if I'm telling you something now that you take away and then you meet a flat earther in the real life at some point, and they say, well, you're creepy, oh, I'm a flat earther. And then you say, well, hey, you know, have you got any... <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't say this to them, but maybe you could do. Have you got any mental health problems? You know, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But if you educate them, because it might be a family member or a friend of yours that falls down this conspiracy rabbit hole, and you might be able to speak to them on a better level if you kind of understand where they're coming from. Yeah. So I, know, I, rather I, than just mocking them. I think somebody's shilling for you in the uh, in the Ooh, side chat. Super chat. And he's and he's yeah. paid for the privilege. So apparently you're live later on tonight. Oh, yes, I am. What time is it now, actually? Um, it's yes, 8.30 now. In about an hour and a half, I'm doing my first ever subscriber stream because I've, I've passed all those milestones in the past, but I've never done a um, done a subscriber sort of like happy subscriber live stream, but I have yeah. now. I've yeah. passed 8,000 subs, and yeah. I think it's time to... Um, do a live stream going live is absolutely awesome right i i haven't done my normal creaky blinder live streams for probably over a month now since before christmas no i sorry i've done one since the new year but i don't want people to think that this is replacing those live streams this is a completely separate thing the reason i'm recording it on this channel and on a sunday is because i know there's a lot of you about and i know that it'll get more views and then they get uploaded to the second channel so uh go over and subscribe over there as well um right we've got a couple of uh people waiting to ask you a question randy are you cool with that Absolutely, yeah. Right, let's rock and roll then. Unless, so let me just pre-warn everybody. This is the part of the show where things could possibly, maybe, slightly go wrong, but I hope not. Well, I will ask it again. Well, um, it is actually a question that is actually important for all uh, other people that are still in doubt. Uh, Renzi, how did you feel... Um, to be uh, welcomed back uh, with open arms again when you discovered uh, it was actually a globe. I didn't expect to. Get, I didn't expect to get welcomed back with open arms. Um, that's one thing that I didn't expect because I thought that there was this enemy and that it would all hate me. But you didn't. And that's the echo. I can hear the echo. 
Right, yeah. Uh, I know why, but it's the only way I can make <laughs> the calls come through, I think, anyway. Did um the Conspiracy Cats. I did the video with him and Rue here. And then about a month after that, I set my new channel up. And then FTFE shouted me out, and um, Conspiracy Cats did too. I think within a month or so, I think I got something ridiculous, like 3,000 subscribers. So... Um, that gave me a massive boost to um, to carry on putting the content out, so it was very welcoming. Oh yeah, thank there you. you but, uh, I hope it will uh, help the rest of uh, the people that are in doubt to actually uh, don't think we are enemies. So, uh, oh, hope they uh, it will help change their minds. I think this is what Randy's hoping for that he can, you know, because he said as much earlier on that he can, you know, sort of get some people back. To, I don't like. I don't want to say back to reality, but essentially that's what it is, isn't it? Back to reality. Um, somebody in the side chat is saying, "I know this is a crazy idea, but maybe it may be worth testing out the technology before going live." I did plenty of times, but that's the thing with technology. It doesn't care what you want it to do. It just seems to do what it feels like doing. So um, apologies if it's spoiling your free viewing pleasure. Yeah, it it and it worked, kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I've t I've turned the echoey bit off, but I've got to turn it on for them to hear Discord. I think. Um, right, thank you, Tiny Captain. We will, um, we will, we will get the next one in. Speak to you soon, pal. Uh, Bryce, do you want to send the next one in if if you dare? Good evening, Next Pro. How are you, pal? Of the creaky server. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing very well, creaky. How are you this evening? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream. Absolutely overjoyed. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that famous. <laughs> you're a I'm you're, not famous at all. You're a regular now. I am. I am. It's because I eat prunes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, take some tips out of you a buck. Um, what's your question, Matt? Um. So my question is for Ranty. Where do we go now? What's the future for you, for with this uh, flat Earth? Well, um, I think the future is going to lie in not just flat Earth. I think, to be honest, I've, I've seen a decline in flat Earth over the past year. Um, most of the channels aren't getting anywhere near as views as they used to, and um, pretty much the globe Earth have got the arguments locked down now. So. Yeah, apart from Nathan Oakley, which is the last real barrier and hurdle to to cross once he's finished off, which it'll only it'll he'll only go when the money dries up. So if we can get rid of him financially, if it, once his money dries up, he'll be gone, uh, and that'll be it, I think. So other conspiracies, go after them. Um, talk about how they led me down the rabbit hole, and uh, and yeah, uh, so yeah, hopefully I want to have. A few more thousand subscribers by this time next year. That'd be nice. I could double my subscribers in another year. Well, if you keep up the good work, that's on the cards. Hope so. I think a big part of it's going to be for you as well, Randy, because 
I think I'm not saying that your word would mean more than say mine or or cats or anything, but everybody that watches this style of content knows what you used to be. And I know maybe that sounds horrible, a horrible way of saying it, but you kind of get what I'm saying. And I think that, you know, maybe you will be more of a, a convincing voice to somebody who's involved in Flat Earth than, say, my voice would be. Yeah, I think I was just lost for a time. And I openly accept it. You know, there's nothing I can do. I can't change things. It's made me what I am today. Yeah, and, and that, that's uh, the thing, see, that's make... the, the problem is most people won't admit that thing and they just continue to misunderstand or, you know, choose to or, or just not believe when things are just presented to them on a silver platter, like you said earlier on. Yeah, I think a lot of it's the community as well. Yeah. Yeah. Them, they need this. They've got friends there. They've got some kind of idea that they're better than other people in a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> even though they're not. Yeah, it's how they believe themselves to be because they believe that they're the awoke ones, the enlightened ones. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, uh, I I just think a lot of it is quite sad that people buy into that sort of thing in the first place. Um, Rancy, what would you say the personal cost to you in terms of um, your, I don't know, self-esteem, that sort of thing, um, the cost of actually being, uh, the emotional cost of being a, a flat earther, would you say that's significant? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll take that because I can't do with the echo, but, um, oh God, crikey, um, I finished my degree in 2013, so... I've just done a full honours degree, um, and that was in media design, so um, it was quite te technic uh, technical, um, and I had a world of opportunity there and then, but that was at the same time that I started finding these conspiracies online, and instead of devoting my time to that and doing a, a decent job and getting out of decorating, I ended up falling into conspiracies, so yeah, so it affected me in that way. Um, because it was a waste of three years, basically. I took on a full, full honours degree, passed it with flying colours, but never put it to any good, any good use, really. Um, and then emotionally, it's a, it's a super drain. I mean, I, I was quite honestly at the point of breaking um, about 18 months ago. I was just totally and utterly spent. You know, I mean, I'd lived flat earth 20 hours a day for the past five years. You know, that, that was my life. That was all I ever thought about. Even when I was doing other things, it was all I could think about. Um, and to not have that now, it's such a relief, you know. So, so refreshing. One of the things that we notice when we um, get in, in voice chats with uh, Flat Earthers is that they have a tendency to raise the temperature of the discussion, shall we say. Um, would you say that when you were a Flat Earther, you were more easily triggered? Um, no, I mean, if you watch my debate platform, it was specifically designed so that that never happened. So what happened with Nathan Oakley when he got triggered, it upset me because I wanted the dialogue. I wanted people to have a voice. He wasn't allowing that. So I set my own platform up and I took a complete backseat and let other people come on 
present their own evidence, even Glow versus come on, do full presentations for an entire show and then just hang up the ball. You know, it's like my audience will listen to the Globe argument, regardless of whether they like it or not. They will listen to this. And I never so, got triggered too much with um with other people. So you you never lost your sense of fair play then? Oh no, no, I was always um I think that's why like Creaky was saying there was never really any reason for him to come after me because I didn't step out of line too much. I think it's interesting because I think that's why I don't get that many flat earthers make videos about me because of the way I approach it. Well, how did you describe it the other day, like a mockumentary style? Yeah, yeah, it's is, it is kind of like a mockumentary Yeah, and style. I, I think that's a fairly accurate way of describing it. And I think that's the reason why I don't get many flat earthers making videos in reply to, you know, Jake made one a, a couple of months ago, but... You know, I don't care. You know, I'm a I'm a grown up. I'm a big boy. It makes no difference to me. You know what some random guy on the internet you know thinks of me, but I'm sure you know that there there are people within the flat Earth community and within any other community online that get really badly affected by constantly being you know feeling like there's shots being fired because of what they believe. Yeah, with Nathan Oakley, though, he loves the attention. In fact, if it was anybody else, anybody else puts a video out about him, he puts, thanks for the advert. With me and all the, all the videos I've put out, he's never once been over, but he definitely knows I'm doing videos about him. So I think he's that triggered with me that he can't even come over and, and leave a thanks for the advert, which he does with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, Creaky, the, the thing that makes them scared it's your your presentation skills are exceptional so sorry were you talking to me then or randy i just I was, assumed I was, talk, was... I, was talk, I was i was i was talking to you creaky oh, right, right. Well, well in that case thank you very much indeed i appreciate that but like i say you know i am very aware that i i tackle flat earthers and everyone else i look at in a very different way to you know anyone else that that makes this style of content and you understand the meaning of C-G-I. I, I most definitely do. C-G-I. Which a lot of flat earthers don't understand. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, um, I'm, I'm just wasted. I should just make three-second sound clips like that and, and sell them all over the internet. Which leads me to my next question, if I can ask another one. Yes, yeah, sure. Ranty. Ranty, did you find yourself correcting the other flat earthers when they got cgi wrong what cgi actually means did you find yourself correcting them or just letting them say what they wanted to say them say their own stupid you know i didn't get involved if they had an opinion i'm not going to stop them from having an opinion but so... you knew you knew yourself the difference between composite images and actual cgi right yeah, yeah. because of what you did in in, in your degree I, right yeah i Remember when Sleeping Warrior was turning around and saying that there was CGI birds at Lake Pontchartrain, and I did pull him up on it, and I told him it was a load of old crap. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I did have those conversations at time, um, but for the most part, I enjoyed them making idiots of themselves. You know, because that took the attention from me. Sleeping Warrior won his awards. 
right? Yeah, <laughs> he certainly and did. For a good reason, because he was so stupid. Just, just remind um, everybody what the name of that award was. That's the DFOTY. That's so, the I'm, Dumb I'm, F <laughs> of the Year Award. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Creaky, maybe I should step out now and you can sort of bring someone else in. Okay, mate. Thank you very much for participating. As always, your badge will be in the post. Thank you. And we'll do that email thing about the uh, voiceover. Yeah, 100%. Creaky at creakyblinder.com. Indeed. Okay. Nice one, mate. Chuck me out. Oh, yeah. I forgot I got to do that. Bye. <laughs> um, Benji, the happy little fox, just asked a really good question, and I can't bloody find it in the side chat. So if anybody does want to ask a question, could you put a big letter Q at the beginning of it so that it stands out and I can see straight away that, that it is a question for either myself or Ranty? Um, Mr. Pop Robson, if you'd like to send over the next victim... Uh, we will uh, we will get another question answered. What what is this stream sounding like, everybody? I I have no idea now whether it's mega echoey or or what the hell's going on. But um, it is what it is. We we're, we're fully committed at this point. Ah oh, well, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, we most <laughs> certainly will. How are you doing, Jerry Lass? <laughs> Hi, I'm actually Sarah from Munich. Ah, right, sorry. What's, um, what's your question? And is it for me or is it for Randy or is it for both of us? <laughs> okay, I try to figure out the echo thing. Uh, first... no, sorry. <laughs> first thing, Randy, congrats to get out of this shite. I can imagine that it's a massive relief. And... It's it's quite interesting. I just I just learned that uh, your basic is or your background is also in graphic and graphic design, and that's mine also a few years earlier. But uh, so I always had the thing looking at these stuff made by these flat earthers. How how for heaven's sake could you take that serious? I don't get it. I think I got most of that because we've got an echo here, so um, I'm going to try and think, answer what I thought he said. <laughs> um, I think the question was basically something along the lines of how being a graphic designer and, and working in that and getting a, a degree in you know media design that um, I could fall into the trap of flat earth. Well, um, like I say, you don't just wake up one day and become a flat earther. You know, it's a a progression you end up becoming a flat earther because you've looked into other conspiracies and you've had those that part of the wall has been chipped away at you so if somebody had said to me in 2013 the earth's flat i'd have said don't be stupid but after going through all the other conspiracies where they chip away at you a chip away at you a chip away at you you end up being in a situation where you are susceptible to that you know it, it it becomes it reduces that barrier that stops you from thinking straight you know it's it is kind of like a brainwashing thing that happens to you i think any conspiracy person that's been in that will say the same thing if you've been in a cult you end up being in a cult and it's, it's a type of brainwashing well being a conspiracy theorist is the same thing um 
and it was real heavy back then there was a lot of people talking about it online youtube was just filled with it they banned most of the people now that were the architects of all those conspiracies you know people like Infowars and people like um uh the guy the lizard man forget his name now um david ike yeah so so, so a lot of the people that were taught putting all these conspiracies out on youtube and had big followings well they've all been kicked off now but the the horse had bolted from the gate back then because it was just rife everywhere you looked on youtube there was conspiracies um so you started watching one you got presented with 10 more um and eventually you just end up brainwashed so looking back now ronti is there a split situation kind kind two different persons the conspiracy ranty and the ranty now or is, is is there a kind of well wall in between these two personas how how do you define that for yourself okay so um on my channel i've got um an alter ego called ranty i'm perspective and i've got my twin brother which is ranty he's still the flat earther so he's still the conspiracy theorist so through him i'm able to put out the conspiracy side of me which would be you know if there was a belief in chemtrails or something like that i could make the argument from the ranty perspective and hopefully debunk it with the perspective debunk, uh, perspective but inside each of those conspiracies there's always a grain of truth for instance inside of the chemtrail argument you have this uh this idea that they put chemicals in the planes and then they disperse the chemicals from the planes so that was the idea back you know when you're talking about chemtrails and stuff and it's called cloud seed and stuff like that and geoengineering um it was denied for the longest time um in the debunking community so they didn't even want to accept that that was a true thing even though the chemtrailers knew it was going up um but of course then they add some extra layers to that they say other things like well it's not just the it's not just geoengineering it's all these other things that are going to destroy your dna it's going to destroy your ability to have children and things like this so they add all these extra layers on and because the debunking community isn't even accepting that geoengineering is a thing um what will happen is you end up with this, this huge divide and then there's an opportunity there for the conspiracy theories to add all these layers on so when you're talking about chemtrails it's always got it always starts with a grain of truth but i think the debunking community needs to accept that inside of each of these these uh, conspiracies there is a grain of truth and accept that there's, a, there's that game of truth that grain of truth so that then there's nowhere for this divide to happen you know for the for the for the for two sets of arguments to start breaking away and then the conspiracy side to just, just run rampant and tell you all these daft things that are going to happen right because that's the difference you know it always starts with a grain of truth so i hope that has answered your question just just one follow-up yeah so asking the conspiracy around where's the grain of truth in flat earth um no <laughs> there's no uh, there's no truth in flat earth but um the idea that you see too far is true and i think with a lot of the flat earthers that's a real difficult hurdle for them to get over because they can't accept that what you see isn't true 
you know, if they if you see too far, you 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 told that your eyes, and you're supposed to believe your um, what's it called, your senses, trust your senses. So if your eyes are seeing that you can see something, they can't process it that it's not true. A lot of them have have difficulty seeing in three D and visualizing things in three D. They're all very two dimensional. So if they see something that's too far, but that's that's all they need, and they haven't got the ability to or comprehension to, to pull themselves out of that. Doesn't mean the earth's flat though. Okay, that wraps up <laughs> a lot. That wraps up up a lot of me, a lot for me because that's uh, yeah, an impression I got that many of them are kind kind of disabled viewing viewing impaired something like that this it's it's too illogical i i cannot go down this rabbit hole i even cannot think myself down this hole that's my problem with most conspiracies and at the end i cannot think them I'm not religious. I'm not uh, used to this kind of thinking. That's so I don't get a grasp on it. How how one really gets into it? That's uh, that's what I don't, what I really don't understand. Okay, so I'll I'll just say one analogy, uh, and put it in a different way. Imagine um, you're out with your mates one day, and you see a a, a girl in a bar, and Every day, every time you go out into this bar, you see the same girl every single time for two years. So you go out every night and you see the same girl in the bar for two years. And you've started to talk to her. But when you first saw her, she didn't appeal to you. She wasn't your type. She, was, she, she wasn't good looking. She didn't dress well. But then over the two year period that you speak to him, you suddenly find that you're really attracted to them and then you enjoy the company and then, then you end up falling in love with them. So it's not instantaneous you know you just don't fall into a conspiracy and start and believe it immediately you have to have gone down the rabbit hole bit by bit by bit to end up being susceptible to the to the most outrageous conspiracies it always starts off somewhere and it's a slow progression nobody just wakes up one day and thinks the earth's flat If you're to believe Nathan Oakley, though, from his appearance on Vice, that's exactly what happened with him. I, I woke my wife up because I suddenly realised the earth was flat. So... Yo, yeah, my last video that I put out, I, um, I, actually, I actually show a bit of the conversation we had. And it was at a time when he was trying to kick off this ball buster show in direct competition with Bob's globe busters show and I called him out and said I don't want any part of it and the reasons why I was unhappy with the name that he'd chosen and I also then said to him listen you are a youtuber and I am in this for the truth so I know you're doing this for an agenda just to have an argument with Bob and to try and win subscribes over but I'm in it for the truth and that's exactly what he is. He, if you asked him, he will openly admit that he's a YouTuber first and then he's a flat earther. It's not the other way around. With me, I was a flat earther that started a YouTube channel. He is a YouTuber that puts out flat earth content. There's a big difference.
Well, that's always my problem with stuff like that. Also with religion, I'm. It's hard for me to really believe that somebody actually believes it. That's my main issue with all of that going on, anti-vaxxers, whatever. M maybe the people on the street, yes, I get that. Uh, yeah. But people who are actually running the show, who, if it's a pope or a priest or an anti-vax um, guy making money with it, I can't get my head to believe that they really, really are into it. And that's that's what bugs me the most and all of that. And that's the reason why I really want to do something against the Spollocks, <clears throat> simply because I see people are making money with it and people die of false beliefs, not flat earthers, of course, but just uh, this all anti-vax and anti-mask thing is just uh, turning me insane. So in your experience, <clears throat> how is the split? Are the main figures actually really the guys making the money or are they leading figures who actually really believe in it? I caught most of that because we got this massive echo. <laughs> so if the audience is looking at my face, it's probably because I'm trying to hear the same conversation repeated almost instantly. So really difficult to to to, to hear exactly what you're saying. Um, as regards um, your ability not to understand what I'm trying to say, or that uh, other people can believe in the conspiracies. Brandy, let me let me I just jump in. I think your I think reasoning rather than mine, um, or other people's. You know, if you can't comprehend that, that's that's your problem. I think, um, Randy, it happens. But people do fall into conspiracies, and you know, um, and that's why there's conspiracies out there. That's why there's people that believe them, <clears> and that's why people that do end up being in in those situations. Um, if that's something uh, to do with sorry, some kind of mental illness uh, so, or something so, sorry, actually led to that so, point, probably it probably is a contributing factor for sure. Um, but that doesn't mean that they aren't believing what they um, they're telling other people they believe in mm, because they so, genuinely do. And everyone's different, you know. Everyone's built differently. You have um, skills in, in in some arena, I'm sure, as other people do too, and. If I was good at everything and understood everything, then I wouldn't be on YouTube. I'd be a millionaire somewhere doing mm. something, some brilliant job somewhere. But uh, we all have our limits, and clearly you have your limits, which is why you can't comprehend how flat earthers believe what they believe. Sorry, one clarification. It was not about, I cannot wrap my head around that somebody believes it at all. I cannot get my head around that the people running the show, the forerunners, the popes in this kind Sorry. of meaning, that they really believe in it. That's my problem. So you're asking, are the people that, are, that have got the channels, the, the ones that are pushing this, are they doing it because they believe it or are they doing it because they're in it for the money? Well. The true flat earther genuinely really doesn't do it for the money. Um, the 
person that's sitting on the fence, let's say, or that's trying to just look into the idea that the Earth is flat, you know, that has this globe, um, let's say they're a globe skeptic, right? So if you're a globe skeptic and you still perform an experiment, then you genuinely, if you still perform experiments, you're not 100% flat Earth. Because you wouldn't be, you'd just know the Earth was flat if it was a flat Earther, you wouldn't need to prove it. So people like Jeremyism and Bob. That or say that's the truth. I definitely know Nathan is. Randy, can Nathan you hear me? Isn't a flat Earther. He he does it for content. He does it so that you can sit at home all day. Um, funny. He may want to do it for fame because he's so outrageous. Um, but um, you can always see the divide between different people. You know who's the true ones and who's doing it for the money. So Randy, I, I couldn't really say for sure with Bob and Jerry. Randy, can you can you hear me, mate? Or is it can you hear me now, Randy? Yeah, sorry, I, I took my... Oh, uh, right, right, right. I thought, you were, I thought you were just going off on a tangent because all I was going to say to simplify it, but it's too late now anyway, is it was essentially what I asked you earlier on. Do you think I, I agree and I can't get my head around that people really think the Earth is flat? Um, and I think that's the point that was being made, but you, you've explained it now anyway. So um, thank you very much. We're going to move on to the oh, next caller um, because we've got uh, we've got a few people queuing to ask Randy a question. And I'm getting incredibly stressed out because this uh, this is not going quite how I'd imagined it. Um, Brian, do you want to send the next one in? And can the side chat still hear me while we wait in, Randy? Um, uh, the happy little fox, a.k.a. Benji's question that he sent through earlier on was what happened to the conspiracies that he remembers when he was at school, like the government were hiding extraterrestrials, UFO oh. technology, and that there was a secret alien base on the dark side of the moon. Going there. Well, um... <sighs> crikey. Um, yeah, there, I, loved, I loved space when I was a kid. <laughs> so, um... So I, I love listening to all those conspiracies, and I think there's some channels out there now that get promoted by Discovery Channel and stuff like that, ancient aliens and things yeah. like that. Yeah. They're all into those conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that the most conspiracies maybe have a, uh, you know, some kind of truth to them. You know, JFK maybe and yeah. They are the ones that, that, that I see as legitimate conspiracy theories, the ones that were eventually proven to have actually happened, you know, rather than, yeah. you know, the earth is flat. Right, we have, sorry, some old dude, I muted you then because uh, I'm not sure who can hear me and who can't. Apologies that you couldn't unmute yourself earlier on. I've been clicking buttons and I clearly clicked the wrong one, so... I can, I could hear you, hopefully you can hear me, and hopefully Ranty will be able to hear your question, so fire away, pal, when you're ready. Oh, okay, well, you know, I'm never going to forgive you for that. Can I know. you hear I, me? I, I will just hang my head in shame. <laughs> well, that won't do no good, then you'll blind me. I'm a terrible person. Hey, now then, I've just got a very <laughs> high forehead. <laughs> How are you, pal? And I have a very low brow. <laughs> uh, 
How you doing? Yeah, very good, very good. What's your question, man? Hey, hey, Randy. Um, first off, what is your quest? Oh, wait, that's the wrong list of questions. Um, hey, Kiki, are you still logged into VMix? Yeah, I mean, yeah. not logged in, but I mean, if you got it muted there. Uh, uh oh, uh oh. I'm not. I'm not sure what's happening, Randy. To be honest with you, I've got the button that makes you sure Discord causes an echo. But if I turn that button off, I can't hear you because you're muted in in VMAX. If that makes sense. Okay. So if so, if I unmute myself in VMAX, yeah, and you mute yourself, yeah. Should we try Let's it? Try that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right, I've unmuted. If you muted, now I can't hear you. So yeah, I'm getting through VMix. Yeah, it's it's through VMix. You'll have to stay muted in VMix while you're answering questions, unfortunately. And I will do some extensive research and try and fix the problem ready for the next one. It's my fault. I completely hold my hands up to it. My bad. Um, sorry, some old dude. Ask away. <laughs> ah, you just ruined my first joke. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> so, Ranty, um, our, I, I only ever really noticed you after you had uh, converted to the light side, not the dark side. So, um, do you have still have a lot of videos that you produced or made when you were a true believer in the flat earth um, on uh, i gave my channel away to a guy called brandon and he's renamed it and it's called brandon's and all my old videos are up there all my old debates are up there all my old well everything's there basically um and he only did maybe 70 or 80 videos himself, you know, live streams, and the channel's basically gone dead now for the past three months. But if you want to see all of those old videos, just look up the channel Brandon's. Well, I, I don't want to sound weird, but it would be interesting to sort of see what you had to say before so I can compare that with what you're saying now. But I gather that you uh, switched over to the Globe after you'd done some investigating on your own with the correct kind of investigation techniques. If that, is that correct? I mean, you were like trying to, to see a proof for yourself and watch the ships disappearing over the ocean and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, in my location, I could see 18, 20, at some point, 24 miles, almost shore to shore, um, from observational heights of one foot, two foot, right next to the water, lying on my belly with a P1000, seeing pretty much shore to shore, 20 miles away. Um, totally impossible on a geometric globe. Yeah. And I wanted proof that refraction um, was real, and I also wanted proof that my location had some kind of curvature. And that's all I was interested in. And I told people this numerous times. This was the one thing I wanted to find for me. Um, oh. And then an image popped up, which showed my location from a different point of view. And it had some distinctive 
positions of a mountain and Blackpool Tower was in the foreground and then the mountains were in the background. And when I did the calculations on it, it was quite clear that between Blackpool and the mountain, there was a, a substantial drop, which was the location that I was filming between. So it was definitive. You know, there was no getting around it that that location had dropped. So other people went and repeated the observation and over and over and over it showed the same thing, that my location definitely had dropped. So that answered my question about refraction. That explained why I was able to see these great distances. So it only worked on a globe Earth, it didn't work on a flat plane. And once I understood that and accepted it, it was quite easy to come back to the globe. Okay, I so I got a question about your about how you were thinking during those times. Did it ever occur to you how you were uh, yourself looking for, you know, proof with your, you could see with your own eyes that there was literally tons of, of situations where the shape of the earth was important in modern technology and stuff and that uh, the scope of what the conspiracy would be if it was really flat? I mean, just a cursory examination of things like how navigation is done, uh, the history of navigation. Uh, I, I, I find it hard to understand why the overwhelming amount of usage of the spherical Earth by people all over the, all over the globe, uh, doesn't that strike you as didn't that strike you back then as uh, sort of strange that if the world were flat, all this stuff wouldn't work, and yet it seemed to work? I mean, sort of like what I'm—I guess what I'm saying is, why wouldn't you think that? Why would you think that you needed to personally confirm it if you know if every person that has ever sailed a ship more than a few dozen miles has had to deal with it? I guess. You know what I'm saying? Sort of. <laughs> well, yeah. Not that it isn't a good thing to confirm it for yourself, but still. Is it just the conspiracy mindset that that you get sort of narrow-visioned and you don't see the bigger picture? I think what that sounds like to me, um, Randy, is why why wouldn't you just accept the the tons of evidence that's already available. You yeah. felt you had to verify evidence that's been verified multiple times before. Yeah, that's sort of what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Okay, so as a I'm just going to unplug now for a minute so I can't hear you. Just one bit. <laughs> um, so as a conspiracy theorist, the, the whole thing about being a conspiracy theorist is that you can't trust authority. You cannot... Um, you know everything that you've been told is a lie and that behind all of this is this you know this family or a group of people or a series of families that are um, navigating the pathway for humanity in one way or another and being a conspiracy theorist you're always thinking the worst and the conspiracy theorist is always saying that there's this this agenda and this agenda and uh, you can't believe the mainstream of, of anything, even the media. The media are the mouthpiece of the elites. So you can't believe the media. You can't believe the scientists. You can't believe everything. And you get into this mindset 
of believing that mantra you start to believe that that is the way you need to conduct your your business because if everybody's lying to you you can only really trust yourself so basically you regress you go back into just you know denial denial and i'm not clever enough to understand celestial navigation right i understand the premise of the um um the sextant and how that works could i actually go out and use it probably if i was taught it you know but i don't have a need to learn it so i'm not going to go out of my way to understand it same as do i need to understand how um you know uh, fusion works do i need to understand that well no but if i'm going to be tackling that in an argument I'm, i would be doing it out of the place of incredulity and and not having any idea about what the hell i'm talking about so when i come up against somebody that is trained in that the default position would be from the conspiracy theories would be to deny what they're saying because they are being they are part of the elite so you know basically you just got to trust yourself you can't believe anybody else that's how the conspiracy mindset works and can i ask a follow-up question sure um do you think that since you were used to think that kind of way do you worry that you might possibly slip into that kind of thinking over some other subject or say some heated uh, disagreement about political matters or something where you're gonna start you know your mind's gonna go back into the old groove of not trusting authorities and stuff uh for some other for some other belief or do you think you've gained any more respect for sort of the the um i guess the default uh received wisdom or whatever you want to call it the sort of standard view the you know like the view of experts you confirm that the experts weren't lying to you about the shape of the earth but do you think that you might still have a problem accepting what the experts say since you spent so much time uh, doubting everybody about some subject yeah i'm just curious right okay so let me answer that um <laughs> for the longest part of my life i wasn't a conspiracy theorist so it okay. was only i'm now i'm 46 nearly 47 now so if you say that well i was about 38 something like that when i started to look into conspiracies so for 38 years of my life, I was just your average everyday person. I wasn't sucked into it. It's not like I've always been a conspiracy theorist. So it just happened at a period in my life when I was mentally drained, you know, mentally at that right moment in time, a lot of things had happened to me. And, you know, I was maybe looking for things. Maybe I was looking for answers. You know, this is still part of the journey that I'm trying to, to fathom. But ultimately, I was in a, the, the wrong place at the wrong time. I fell into conspiracies. You end mm. up going down this, this tunnel, and you end up basically falling into a trap. And it's very difficult to get out of it because you can't, it kind of brainwashes you. It messes with your brain, messes with you mentally. Mm -hmm. And I think just stepping away from Flat Earth for the time that I did, and then spending time with conspiracy cats and talking to him, but not about Flat Earth, just just normal everyday stuff didn't involve flat earth just normal things 
and just being away from the community for a time just changed everything it brought me back to reality it gave me that um that impetus that when i saw this image and was able to critically and analyze it properly um it was super easy to just come back and then i was able to look back at everything and think how was i so stupid for so long so yeah i mean i was only a conspiracy theorist for a short time of my life but it was all to do with the brainwashing and mental things that go on at the time it's very you know people end up in cults people end up in you know mormon cults and all kinds of other cults and whatever yeah. and they get out of it too so it's just the same sort of thing okay well that's interesting because i know i mean i differ from you in that all my life i've been fascinated by all of this kind of stuff you know like bigfoot sightings and ufos and is the earth flat or hollow and and all of that and i just find that stuff fascinating but i never felt like you know i never went down any kind of rabbit hole other than to to look at the very interesting rabbits and dead rabbits along on the road along the way but i never you know i never got to where i thought oh okay now i start to believe in this or that because uh but i've always been fascinated by the psychology of it and all i guess maybe something's wrong with my brain <laughs> i mean i you, you describe a, a way of it yeah. is a psychological thing. You have to be in the right mindset to end up being a conspiracy theorist. It just doesn't happen. If I mean, I was never that, like I say, I was never that way out, but it was just a period in my life that I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I just started falling into a, into these conspiracies because it was okay. just all over YouTube, and I was just binge-watching them, and then you end up kind of getting brainwashed over it. So... It can happen to anybody. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't think the the, the same um, conditions are there on YouTube for that to happen again. But certainly at the time in my life when I was doing it, 2013, 2012, you know, the there was so many so many conspiracies out there, and you watch one, you you promoted ten to one, mm. but they've changed oh. all the algorithms now. So yeah, if I could get you into my re-education camp, we'd change your mind. <laughs> right, thank you, Sam Old Dude. Can we um do you mind if we move on to the next one? We've got ten minutes no, left before we've got to kill the stream. And um just just to be fair, we've got two people waiting to ask questions and I think ten minutes should just about cover it. So thank you very much indeed, sir, and we will see you next time. Yeah, thank you for the time. Take care, pal. Bye. Um, Brian, if you want to send the next one in, and if um, it's too late to join the, the green room now, so we've got a couple of people left in there, Auntie, who are going to ask questions, and the first one is the Stingray. <laughs> Hello, Ranty. Hey, Stingray. Right, so, so just, just so everybody knows, me and Ranty, I did used to go on Ranty's show when he was a flat earther. Um, and he used to have people on there like like Brandon, like he says. Uh, I think Bev used to hang out there and Flat Earth Data. And these were all prominent Flat Earthers that, that really wanted to push a narrative. And I remember going on there numerous times, Rante. One of them, I remember, I showed you how using a basic model that the sunrise rising south of east in Australia couldn't actually be a thing without a sphere and the axial tilt of the earth and i remember showing it to you and i think flat earth data 
And and both of you, and I'm not like I, said, I don't hold this against you, by the way, but both of you were particularly aggressive in defending that this can't be the case. Now, what I wanted to ask is, you said you search for truth. Now, why were you so vehemently opposed to me showing that and saying this is how it is? What what actually was going through your mind to for you to not kind of not kind of investigate more what I was saying? So I think I've got most of that. Um, I can't remember every conversation we ever had or every presentation you ever brought. Um, there was hundreds <laughs> of, uh, of streams that I did over there. So I'm recalling that one particular thing. I'm struggling to do that. But if it was to do with sunsets and stuff like that, I think we were looking at the time for this idea that refraction could cause this sinking effect with the with the sun which would give a similar effect of a sunset um i think that was something to do with your question i don't i can't didn't, with the echo i can't really tell for sure but um i think that i think that's what, why we were first looking into that at that time i didn't really look into sunsets too much i don't think you'll see that i never really did any presentations about sunsets or Defended it too difficult. Uh, defended it too hard. You might have thought I did, because <laughs> I can't remember the the um, debate that you're talking about. If that. Yeah. Well, we, we, I, I never had debates. So just, let's let's just call them discussions. Uh, okay. So um, my last question, and it's it, um, to me, it's an interesting one, and it's, it's still the there's it's it's the reason I'm still kind of semi interested in flat earth. I'm not interested in the idea. I'm interested in the people to some extent. Now. When you left Flat Earth, because I know um, I know another, well, I know three prominent, well, not prominent, but there's a uh, there was a guy called Bansaw Bandit a while ago. Obviously, there's uh, Jose uh, JG who runs his own show now, and Sean G that used to run his own show, and now you. They all suffered incredible persecution when they left or, or, or decided that the Earth wasn't flat, and I mean, I mean, some of it was outright vile um is did you expect that when you left based on what you knew about the the individuals that you kept was that the case and did you expect it um, i think i got most of that about um other flat earthers um uh, you know leaving and getting a bad time after they left um yeah i mean to be fair i mean i didn't really see once they left, I didn't really watch their content too much. So I know I used to watch Jose because he set up a new channel and he accepted the term flip flop. So um, actually, me and him, me and him, were never really on bad terms. Actually, after after he left, um, and I know you say that you think he got a bad deal. I don't think he did too much, but I think um, other people did. Um, for me leaving, though, I mean, I I thought things would be slightly different. I thought because I was a bigger name in the community that people would treat me a little bit differently and maybe listen to why I left and the reasons that I'd left. <laughs> I didn't expect to get thrown under the bus even worse than those guys because um, that's what happened. Uh, originally, they thought I was just joking, right? And they thought I was just pulling a prank. Um, and then when they realised it was for real and that I was actually, you know, definitely, you know, no longer a flat earther, that's when, well, that's when the... The poo-poo hit the fan. But yeah, for the other guys, 
Uh, I mean, they've done all right now, haven't they? They've, they've got their own channels and stuff. So, can you hear me, Randy? Yes. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. When I first heard that Randy was no longer a flat earther, my initial reaction was, yeah, of course he's not. I couldn't see. I thought you were... Oh, I'm no, I'm not a flat earther anymore. Nathan, you'll never guess what they're saying over that. And and I'd be 100% that's what I thought initially. And then after a while, then I could see the sincerity coming through. I could see, you know, watching some of your videos. And it's like, oh, actually, I was wrong then. He genuinely has realised that he's been, you know, wrong for however long it was. Yeah, I'm upset with myself more than anything. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I spent so long doing this and i regret all the times that i put the information out showing these long distances because i imagine that a lot of people fell into flat earth based on that yeah well they're, they're bound to haven't they so somebody maggie m is asking if you still have any friends within the fe community which sort of ties into how you answered this question and to be honest i, I haven't spoken to anyone in flat earth apart from one person in in maybe six months. Yeah. Do you think that's yeah, probably for the best, though? Um, or yeah, do you think probably. your mental fortitude is enough now that you, there's no way oh, that, that yeah. Flurfspective is going to be dragged back into being ranty? Oh, no, I wouldn't be dragged back into it. It's just I was disappointed because I thought that for all the time that I knew these people that they were my friends. Yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't realise that... Yeah. As soon as you leave the community, it's like leaving a cult. They yeah. Just, they, they yeah. They probably panic that you're going to reveal some of the inner, you know, the inner workings of how that community works. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Stingray, I hope that answers your question. We've got five minutes left to take a question from Paul K. So thank you very much, pal. And Brian, if you could send Paul K over so he can ask Randy his question, and then we are done. Mm -hmm. And I, can... I just want to say with Stingray too, it's, uh... um, I like Stingray. Yeah. He does some tr tremendous stuff with his... Um... Paul Kay just coming to talk to me. PGI. <laughs> right, so so there are no more questions, uh, Randy. That, um, that pretty much concludes this. So do you want to leave the Discord server and, and, and yeah. um, unmute? Uh, you know what I mean. Do the opposite of what you did the first time. Can you hear me now? Oh, you so much better. Yeah, I know. I, I honestly have no idea what the hell was going on. Um, apologies if uh, if it has affected your view in pleasure. Um, Angie wants to know, did you know... What? Ranty, did you know the Earth is hollow instead? All oh, right, okay. I don't know, but is she, is she single? <laughs> now then easy tiger Randy thank you pal that was way more interesting than I thought it was going to be I just had you know my couple of silly little questions at the beginning but it would seem that they maybe weren't as silly as I thought they were because a lot of the questions you've been asked were kind of the same but in, look at you know in different ways if if that makes sense everyone wants to know the same sorts of things did you really believe the earth was flat you know how were you treated when you yeah. left how have you been welcomed over here um oh hang on a second brian pop robson wants to ask a question 
and seeing as he's been kind. Do you mind jumping back over to the Discord server just quickly? Oh, yeah, one sec. Come on then, Brian. How can I not let you ask a question? Is he there? He's on his way. He's on. His, I can see him. Uh, fran he's rushing frantically. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Brian. Can you hear me? And Ranty's in, the, in the chat now. Can you hear me? I can. I can. Yep. Right. Here's my question. Do you find that being predisposed to being a conspiracy theorist with Flat Earth, that it's led you on to believe in other conspiracy theories, and has that mindset changed? Uh, for me, it was it was the other way around. I didn't believe Flat Earth. It was like the most ridiculous thing I think I could ever think of. So I believed every other conspiracy first. And when I ran out of other conspiracies to look at, this was the last one to look into. And that's the one that caught me. Um, and then I haven't really looked at other conspiracies since I was in the flat earth. It was just, I was just focused on that. It was like, that to me was the final destination for all the other conspiracies. So if I could, if I could find out if that was true or not, then it would give answers to all the other conspiracies that I've looked into. Does that answer your question, Brian? Good answer. Good answer. There we are. Awesome. Thank you, pal. I'll speak to you in five minutes, right? To the to the other room, Randy. Quick. <laughs> oh dear, dear there me. We there, we there we are. Right, we're back, and um, we Good are back. done. Um, thank you very much to everyone. Is has Randy got anything? I've got to stop calling you Randy. It's just force of habit. I always just assumed it was a nickname and it was just acceptable, just as acceptable now. Apologies, mate. I've continued to do it throughout the whole stream. Um, have you got anything coming up on the Fluffspective channel that you want to that you want to promote a little bit? Or I have, I have. So I've got uh, my eight thousand subscriber live stream tonight in half an hour. It's kicking off. Uh, so that's on the Fluffspective channel. Please have an over and uh, and jump in the stream there if you want to say hello. I'll show you some of my content as well. I've got a video planned for that to, to talk through it and then get some guests in. After that, tomorrow night, I'm uh, being a moderator for Fight the Flat Earth. So I'll be in between a Flat Earther and uh, FTFE as they battle it out. So I'll be making sure that the toes are hold to the fire for both of them. And I've also doing a, uh, I've actually done my part for the, um, the Simon Dan um, collab with uh, the agent. The agent's back. Oh, have you it's really? Simon that's very myself. cool. I have. Yeah, so. That's very, so that's very cool. There we are. Um, your channel's linked below as well. Everybody that comes on as a guest, the, the channel gets linked below. So it's going to be there when it gets uploaded to the second channel tomorrow as well. Um, but before you go and watch Randy live, Lord Callum has just uploaded a video as well, or he will have in three minutes. So jump over to Lord Callum's channel and tell tell him his daddy sent you. He, he likes that, but you have to spell daddy, D-A-D-I, because that's how we spell it in Wales. 
So tell him your his daddy sent you, and he will he love you forever. He probably send you money or something. So um, thank you, Randy. I will speak to you in two minutes. I'm gonna get rid of this rabble. Thank you very much to everybody that super chatted. I hope that the um, that the echo and the sound issues weren't too much of a problem. But uh, if they were, well, there's nothing I can do about it now, is there? Thanks for watching, everybody. Love you. All right, all right. Watch this next. But before you do, make sure you subscribe. By order of the creaky blinder.